good afternoon, folks. Hello. 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 Oh. <laughs> Hi. Yes, okay. <laughs> oh, let's just dive straight in. Okay. Okay. To refer to Stan Graf. So if you're identified with the me, myself, I, given your story, you ain't got access to the non-dual. If you're completely identified with the non-dual, you will not be able to function. Functioning stops. Complete, if you're completely identified with it, your, your body isn't going to move. What I want you to do is run both at the same time. <laughs> Which means you can't identify with either. It's the only way that's going to work. Do you see? It's the only way it's going to work. If you're completely identified with the, with the, you know, with the beingness, you'd be like completely dismissing the personal. Do you know? Spiritual bypassing happens, you'd be dismissing. It's like, ah, but it's just your mind that's creating, forget about it. It's like, okay, but, but maybe that's not the most thorough or the most honest or the most... Um, the, it's an immature position. Do you see? So identify, identification with, with both must go in order for you to be able to see both lenses of perception and have equal access to both. Is that making sense? That's kind of important. All right. It is, isn't it? Yes! Yes! That's right. That's right. It's a relief if you're ready for it. Do you know what I mean? If it's like, oh yeah, because something else opens then, you know? Yeah. Okay. So then what? So realizations continue, maturation continues, and you know, learning, growth, it's evolution. It just still continues. And it's tricky, you know, the, the, the depth of realizations that still happen. Understanding happens. That's kind of what happens. Understanding is for the mind. And as we mature, we get to understand more, but it's really putting a subject-object perception on something that doesn't really work in that way. It's full of frigging paradoxes as, as we get down here. It's full of it. But you've got to go there anyway. <laughs> what happens is that your perception just gets wider. It just gets wider. There's no stickiness or attachment to like, this is how it is. It's like, yeah, it could be like that, but it actually can be all these other, other ways too. The... the the, the potentiality, the potential of mm. before something comes into form, it's full of potentiality, and it can roll out any which way. And perception makes it roll out in a particular way because your perception is what makes something appear in subject-object form, right? So when you're when you're 
viewing from a, a deeper perspective. It's like you're viewing from the place of pure potential. So there's always loads of options. There's loads of ways of seeing different things because the potentials are, are, are more open to you rather than, well, it's just this way. You're further back. It's before it's come into form, so the potentiality is very wide. Am I making sense? Mm. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's going to line up with quantum physics, I guess. That's what they're talking about, isn't it? You know, waves and particles and when it goes from one to the other. So naturally, as your perception widens back, you're kind of able to manifest more, but the trouble is, without a personal agenda, you don't want to use that skill. So the me will want to manifest and, you know, call in abundance and make this and that happen. That's fine. Actually, you, it, 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 in the field of pure potentiality before it's come into form, that's where you're doing it anyway. But your perception is making it roll out the way it is. And so the me, myself, I doesn't like the way it's rolled out. But that's not actually where you can change your perception there. But actually, it's at the wider perception before it ever comes into form. That's the place to work. It's kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. It's all within you. The whole thing. You are creating your own reality. You really are. Because the potentiality field is what you have access to as pure consciousness. Kind of gets big, huh? So I want you to be able to hold the bigness, the enormity of what you are, as well as, the, yeah, there's a personality that is a glove on top of the enormity of what I really am. And the glove is only over the part that f appears in physical form, which is like the hand, and you're the whole body. Do you know if I use that analogy? Right? Can I ask the ultimate question? Pardon? Can I ask the ultimate question? What's the ultimate question? <laughs> what is the ultimate question? And uh, only people who are not enlightened would ask that question. You've got to stop putting yourself down. You do it in the most subtle way, and all you're doing is re-establishing the personal eye. Like, give it over. Okay, so, already. so the ultimate question is, why the hell do I ever get into the me, myself, I story? Because it seems to be much nicer in the absolute. Yeah, anyway. But you're doing it to yourself. Like, why did you say only somebody unenlightened could do that? Because there you did it. You created the me, myself. Why? Why are you doing it? You're right. I don't need to do that. Not at all. It's a place of suffering. It's like, let's press the suffering button and qualify myself as a sufferer. Okay, here's a question that a sufferer would say. It's like, what are you doing that for? What are you doing that for? That's what's going on, huh? Why would you pretend to be unenlightened? Or enlightened, even. Do you know what I mean? What? No, but I, I always judge myself yes. because I still ask that question. So I'm not supposed to ask that anymore, I think. Huh? Why? I'm not I supposed to, to ask that question. That's another me question. That's another me statement. No, Come on, view from the wider. Come on. Well, um, where does it actually start? It starts... In the absolute, and I, I perceive 
in the end I get separated from it and I perceive the body when I get really separated. And then we get in, into non-duality. And somehow, in somewhere, it seems it would be much nicer to not be in duality. <laughs> Without putting myself down. Yeah. No? Okay. Uh, yeah. So that question is still the thing is there somehow. In that movement from pure consciousness from the heart centre, whatever we want to call it, coming yeah. from pure consciousness and it does this loop and it remembers, starts to remember, and we go the non-dual path and we're coming back. <coughs> all right. It's always pure consciousness. The only way it can have an experience is by imagining that it's something other than itself. Yeah. Pure consciousness has to create the idea that it is separate in order to have contrast so that it can have experiences. Yeah. It's always pure consciousness. But the only way it can have experiences is by pretending that it's a person. It was never you. It's never Krista. Yeah. It's always pure consciousness. You're always pure consciousness. <coughs> if, if we keep... Because the linkages between pure consciousness and me is identity. So I've got to talk about the identity now. Because that's the combining force there. Do you see? Yeah, I see that. You were never Krista. Yeah. Never. That's pure consciousness imagining what it's like to have an experience. Yeah. And the experiencer is called Krista. Yeah. And pure consciousness only can experience it in separating. Yes. In yes. creating. Yes. The, yes. Yeah. It's pretending yeah. to be Krista. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretending. Yeah. It never was. The personal lie is never real. Yeah. It's not real. It's only a thought that consciousness is believing yeah. into existence. Yeah, I can see that. Good. And there's always, again, it's coming in, oh, it's so difficult to understand, but I understand. No, it's not. No, you it's know not. this. I, I know it now. You know it. Yeah. You know it. Mm -hmm. Yes. So when you say we create our own reality, you do not mean... The us, the little I, the imaginary separate I. That's part of the reality that it's creating. Um, but it is um, created by the little I. Um, okay. Your consciousness is of it. Some experiences have to be created by the little I. Because the perception from the little I, how the little I perceives, includes deep suffering. The same scenario can happen, and if you're not perceiving from the little I, it's not that bad at all. Okay? So the perception is being created by that by the absolute playing with perceiving mechanisms. And one of the layers of perception is the personal eye. Right? And the personal eye then has the real dense ones. That's the most painful viewing point. Mm. The, perce the perception creates the suffering. Mm. 
So it's like there's these lenses of perception. The deepest ones are the ones after the lens of the personal eye. But the wider ones, now the whole lot is created by pure consciousness. But the real deep ones are only seen by the personal eye. The real crap stuff is only seen by the personal eye. But that's not a choice, is it? By that little personal line. I can't help it. You can't help it until... Until... Uh, you can and you can't, you know? It depends on where you view from. At some point you have to feel the sense of empowerment because that's part of the personal eye healing itself and withdrawing from the attachment to its own story. So it's got to recognize, I'm doing this to myself. I'm judging myself. I'm critiquing myself and it's making this worse. Okay, so the personal eye has to start the loosening. It feels like it's the personal eye that's doing it, but really it's pure consciousness doing all of it. But you can't kind of say, well, I don't have to do anything because pure consciousness is doing all of it. It's like, okay, now, now we're grabbing a set of concepts from a place and applying it to another place. You've got to work out with the rules and the laws that are valid in every lens of perception. And really, we only need to do the three, really. So the personal eye, yes, is responsible for victimology and, yeah, absolutely. There's a, di a separate lens of perception that the personal eye can, is responsible for. They can break those. You can break that. Sure, if you're lucky. Well, if you do personal development work, you go to therapy. Mm -hmm. yeah, you yeah, break yeah. a lot. I consider myself lucky to be here, to be... Sure. My sure. last 30 years here, it's like, God, am I lucky. Okay. Same, I might still have been in Belgium leading a life with, you know, all this. And you wouldn't have known any different. Is it? Well, how would you? Because maybe there's another layer that would be better than your life here that you don't know anything about, but you haven't made that choice. So it's just your opinion that you're lucky because you're looking at what's worse. I'm saying, look at what's better. Go there. You mean an easier life in certain ways or what? Easier life? Go for freedom. Go for freedom. Even when you see what happens in the world, I know it's perception, but, but still. And 90% of the people, there's a lot of misery. Um, I'm still bugged by that. Mm. And that's where I consider myself lucky because the work of Byron Katie, in a way, has saved me yeah. and made, made me make the shift. Mm. Mm. So from the phenomenal, the phenomenal place of where there's a hell of a lot of suffering and we're all trying to wake up, that's very true. That's absolutely true what you said. There's frigging hell on earth here. This is hell, actually. But actually, then as you go into I am that, it's exquisitely beautiful. Even the beauty in intense suffering can be perceived. But that's bonkers, to, 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 you know? It's bonkers in another realm of perception. I want you to be able to see all of them and not be attracted to one perception, but see that's valid there and this is valid here. Suffering is exquisitely beautiful too. Can you see both? Don't, don't lock into any one viewpoint because then that would be your experience. I know that. 
when I see animals being, I saw these uh, black bears or something in cages two by two, and it was an undercover thing in Burma. And that's where they live their whole life, and they're milked for their bile every day. And you know, yes. I'm sorry, I, I have to cry and I get okay. angry. Okay. So you can turn your head one way and see that pain and suffering. Spend the equal amount of time turning your head the other way and to see all the things that are being done around wildlife places being. I do that too. Okay. So look at both. Look at both. <coughs> Both are there. You don't have to deny the pain and suffering just because you see the other side. It, it's duality. Both have to exist. But the more that you keep looking at the painful one and you're doing this work, you're holding yourself up. But you know, there might be a value system on, no, I can't turn my head away from the pain and suffering in the world. It's like, actually, that's you wanting to look at suffering. That's actually you wanting to look at suffering. I'm not talking about denying the suffering. It's non-denial I'm talking about. But it's half of duality. There's pain and suffering, but also there's freedom. When you're free, the movement that comes through you for those bears in Burma will be much cleaner than the movement that comes through you because you don't want the suffering to happen. Because that comes with your own personal agenda because you say it's wrong. That does a little bit of good. But if your consciousness moves through you to those, those bears, something huge will happen. You see? Yes, Father. How do I know that you know, the, the mind tricks? How do I know that I'm here when I'm actually here? I say, oh, yes. I'm absolutely, you know, in the absolute and, um, and it's a mind trick. How do I know that it's not? Because I can feel the peace and everything is easy. The mind can create that as well. You know, the peace, the absolute and but at the end of the day something I'm creating from here. Do you know the the zone? I, I'm stuck. Okay, words are going to contradict me here. Do you know the, the, the zone where there's no concepts? Have you had the experience of this is not created by concept? Yeah, once in my life. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Going there. That's what I'm talking about. And for you to like, okay, there's absolute trust that that's there. Prior to concepts is there. Mind is trying to create a layer of out of memory, for example, or out of peace and calmness. Okay, that might just be my chemicals, a sense of well-being. It mm. might be a calm nervous mm. system and me being relaxed. Is that the truth? Not at all. That's, that's physiological well-being. I'm talking about something much deeper than that. So you've got to be honest inside yourself. Mm. And so it's like, okay, the state of mind is creating that. Okay, deeper than this. Deeper than this. Yeah, I've had this space of what you're talking about was a long time ago, and actually <clears throat> it was for my ego. It was very scary because I couldn't function anymore. You know, mm -hmm. I, I couldn't. I, I couldn't. There was no story, nothing. Yes. And uh, yeah, it was very scary for the ego. And, and slowly I, I learned to rebuild mm. my life, you know, as it was before. Yeah. 
it took it took a few months. Yeah. And and I have also this sense of well-being that you're talking about, where I feel content and life is good every day, you know, accept what comes and yeah. that's different. Yes, that's different. That's that's a, a well-being, a yeah. feeling of contentment, of yeah. peace. Of, it's a nice feeling. It's lovely. It's a nice but, balanced lifestyle, yeah. internal, external that you've developed. But that's what that's. But that's just one little step towards going deeper. It's good that you're talking about it because you're recognizing that it's that's physiological and it's your lifestyle. But but letting the bottom fall out of that is what we're talking about. So when it happens before and yeah, something wasn't ready for it. Something wasn't ready and you had more ego building to more experiences to be had, you know? And the experience would probably never happen in the same way. You know? I didn't try to recreate the experience. That's yeah. something I didn't do. Yeah, good. Good. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So I'm glad you didn't try to recreate it. We're good there. Maybe the maybe it's just the knowing is the only seed you can keep. The knowing that, that there is a capacity. that recognizes prior to all concepts. Yeah, it does exist. You know it does exist. And the existence part even isn't there. You know? Okay, so that's as good as your mind can do. Now, that zone is there all the time. And waking up is about having your mind recognize it. But of course it can't recognize it. You see, it can't recognize it because when it's absent, it's not there to recognize it. You know, like, do you see the catch 22? Yeah. So all you can do really is have an opening. It's just an opening, a willingness, an availability. And that's why we practice. Look, be open and embrace things and, you know, open your heart and open and open. It's really to make space. So that we're not grasping and closing, but instead making space so that that would just prior to all can show up. Mm. That's all we can do. And it does happen when it does happen. You never know when it does happen. You see, it's going to be happening for your mind. The thing is, it's there all the time. Yeah. But if you're looking for a happening for your mind, I'd like your awareness of pure consciousness to get sharper. Mm. So that we're not going through the perceiving mechanisms that happen in the brain, you know? Yeah. How are we doing? The variety of facial expressions is extraordinary. <laughs> it's wonderful. Like I could just take photographs and show you. Like, from total confusion to like, please can I sleep and just shut up? <laughs> to like, absolute calm and nobody there, you know. It's great. Yes. Um, I was asleep. 
I'm kind of stuck with something before Fabio and I got. You know, I just have, when you were talking about, you know, um, pure consciousness being this huge thing, and now we've got the glove on, which is our particular experience, which seems to be the worst view of all. So I had a view of, oh, it's another glove on, or lots of thimbles, which are all these other worlds that you were talking about this morning. Okay, you could say that too, yeah. And socks on, and media, and really big with you loads, could, yeah. loads and loads of... Yeah, it's manifestation. Yeah. It's just different kind of objects that are perceived. So I've got this huge thing now with lots of different bits of clothing on there and different lenses <laughs> yes. for each of them. Yes, yes. And my question is, because we've also sort of said, you know, that it, it can be... Um, can be nothingness. Yes. So it, it's absolutely huge with all these things on, but maybe every bit of it's covered. Every bit of it is? Covered. With yes. Some... Yes, unifying field. Yeah, and uh, yes. somewhere, somewhere, there's the one little point that we can't find that connects to the... Mm. That's the, the potentiality. Yeah, not really. The the the, the one little point we can't find. Mm, it, it it okay. What's well, we're down not aware here? of the rest of it anyway. Pardon? We? We're not aware of the rest of it anyway. I know that. It's just. Uh, the but thing. weirdly enough, there's a capacity to know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. which is weird. Mm-hmm. And whatever that is that shows up as freedom as it runs through the experience here, whatever that is, knows that none of this ever happened. Knows that there's no absolute, there's no pure consciousness, there's no oneness, and there's no division of that playing to have experiences. All of it, all of it, even truth itself is part of the illusion. The first movement of pure consciousness coming into form, dream material. I'm talking about prior to all of that. Outside of all of that. So it's it, the potentiality, no, 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 too much, too much. Prior to consciousness, we're, we're, going, we're, we're pointing to prior to consciousness. Would it be helpful to have a conversation about the entrance and the exit? Because once you're in it, you can't, there's nothing to, there's freedom, there's nothing to say about it, right? What does it look like when that opens the door? Is that like a samadhi experience? Do you lose control of all of your body and <laughs> just drops it? Yeah, whatever the adjusting process for the body mind, it's different for different people. Okay. It might be a big adjustment, there might not be a big adjustment. That's just an experience. Things scraping themselves out. Right. Yes, Is the gateway uh, just letting go of everything? It's just not being in any of that lot, just letting it go and just letting it fall. It's really got to do with seeing through identity. Yeah. yeah. That is that yeah. is a so very it's, real it's gate. Got to get rid of that lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's like what what there needs to be some kind of detachment from identity because yeah. that's darn pain. Otherwise, you're stuck in it. Otherwise, you're stuck in a chat. You've got to transcend identity, you know? Yeah. Well, if this is 
Why, why does it need to create all this? I mean, what, what, <coughs> it doesn't. There is no all of this. I mean, from yeah. that viewpoint, there is no all of this. Right. So, only from only from this imagined, the the, the, the mm. okay, what is imagined is only created from within what is imagined. <laughs> so, I don't. It's a, I don't exist. This never like none of this is. No, none of this could ever be. Right. And it's already happened. And, and it's already happened. Existence doesn't exist. Existence doesn't exist. Yes. <laughs> you see, it's total bullshit when we talk so, about it like that. So but actually, what I'm saying is true also, if, if you can, you know. So what's the, the connection so it begins to develop into this? Like if we're There's not... There's no connection, in, Denise. There okay. really is, is no, no connection. connection. Okay. There can't be a connection. So creation comes out of the absolute, right? pure consciousness. It's all pure consciousness manifesting as form. That's the circle. Pure consciousness into form, forgetting itself, remembering itself, coming back, discovering, oh my God, I'm all of it. And I'm all of it and I'm none of it. And both are valid at the same time because we're, we're in the dualistic realm. You see? Yeah, I'm all of it, I'm not. That's all fine. Prior to all of that... How can it be prior when it's not part of it? That's exactly it. Because the laws, you know, where we're talking about they're all valid within their own context. The context of prior to consciousness has an entirely different set of rules and laws, which are nothing ever could have happened. There's nothing. There couldn't ever be anything. And it's imagining itself into existence. Um, oh. <laughs> Do we have a recognition? Yes. <laughs> Yay! Yes! 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 Must go cool after all. <laughs> yes. It's a paradox, surely. Pardon? It's always a talking paradox. What is now exactly? <laughs> the, well, it's it's not it's not there, but it's got to be there. It's got to recognise that that everything above it exists. So there's, there's no, it doesn't recognise. Prior to consciousness, doesn't nothing does exist. No, but no, it's got to, to be in both. It's be, well, that, that's one way of being. To to experience it here, there's got to. There's got to be recognition that that is a possible existence, as well as there's nothing. So there's, there's a paradox. Uh, uh, if you have them lined up against each other, you're looking at the, the dual and the non-dual. No, that framework is the problem. That's what has to be transcended. It's prior to non-duality. Yeah, I see prior that. I see that. Yeah. That's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, good. I'm glad it's a bit of a mindfuck. <laughs> it's coming clear that what we're uh, talking about, pointing at, can't be known. But if anything can be known, it's what we're not. Okay, you're in, you're, you're in the non-dual speak now. You're, you're talking from the non-dual. Can you see that? Yeah. What we're not, what we are, you're talking about identity. 
But it sort of seems as we negate what we know, it's almost like you're walking backwards, falling into something you don't know what you are. You're talking about identity. Okay. Do you see it? What we are. We're falling back into what we are. We're saying what we are not. Why are you talking about what we are and what we aren't? You're in the dualistic yeah, no, realm. You're yeah. in the identity neck high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What we are, what we're not. It's like, that's identity. Yeah. Drop that idea of being anything at all. That's the shift. That's the big shift. And it's very comfortable, that non-dual zone. And, and that's where waking up happens. And that's all very important. But it's like, come on, let's come on, come on. Is that where most non-dual teachings are? Yeah, that's, that's non-dual. It does what's on the board. That's the work of non-duality, and it'll bring you to awakening. Okay. But, and, and a lot of Buddhist teachers go deeper. Nisigadatta went deeper. Ramadama. No, Maharshi didn't go deeper, no. But, but, but he did huge work. Uh, it's not that something wrong with it. It's like yeah. his job was to bring a shitload of people to that level. Okay. You know, by the direct path. You, you have to be your own teacher. Yes, Frida. So if this just happened to Nisruk Gadat at the end of his life and it didn't happen to Ramana, you know, the two biggest stages or, you know... It wasn't in his teachings anyway, Ramana. Yes. So is this part of the evolution of consciousness that you're actually talking to us about liberation? I mean, I think it's part of the... I think it's the evolution of consciousness that it's becoming mainstream. I think that's an evolutionary thing. But this is in, like... This is in... Somebody once said, you, 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 what you're talking about, Jack, your vocabulary is terrible. I'm going to send you some, some ancient Buddhist texts that were only released like about 20 or 30 years ago. I got my hand in a book and I was like, oh, all right, okay, I'm not bonkers here, you know? And it gave me some language and then I, then I made it my own, you know? So does that mean we have access to liberation then? Sure. Yeah. It's, just, it's just not closeted within the monasteries anymore. But it's not in the Advaita Vedanta teachings. That's just a different set of teachings. But it's in a lot of the Buddhist ones. Yeah. The, the, the backroom teachings, you know? I went to a retreat to Radhi Shanti and he talked about it as well. Haha, he does. Doesn't he talk yeah, about an awakening to liberation? He, he does. Gut, yeah. He calls it awakening of the gut. Awakening of the gosh, he calls it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Adia's onto it for sure. Oh, yeah. That's all the fear of this. Oh, yeah. The whole, yeah. It's a bit of a process to drop the identification thing. And the, it's, it's all for nothing. The whole frigging thing is about nothing. It's completely pointless. And to go through all that and the grieving of the whole God and everything, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's filter through all that. Let it bottom out and see what happens. And of course, there's freedom. The more you process, the more you release, oh, the looser it becomes. You know how it is, you know? So if we have access to it now, then is it part of like the destiny of the body-mind? I mean, we can have access to a lot of things, but not everybody gets there because there's no connection, you said. So if there's no connection between that and, mm. and liberation, mm. then... Mm. What is the criteria? All you can do is remove the, the, the comfort zone that is in pure consciousness. And in the absence of that, maybe. 
Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of no guarantees. <laughs> what happens if you die in that state in the middle? Do you have to come back and do it all again? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you believe will probably happen there. <laughs> yes, sir? Is it, uh, there's a feeling here that the body knows it. Um, it's not a mind, and it's uh, because just so we're talking, oh, shiver went right through me. Mm. And uh, all I can say is it just feels, yeah, but I don't know what to mm. Okay, I want to do a show of hands. I want to see how many, somewhere in them, have a resonance, like his body is resonating and he's saying yes. I think I can understand it in my mind, but obviously... Yeah, somewhere. It was just feel like, yeah, it's, this, there's something about this. Can you do that? Okay, you? that's most yeah. of it. That's most of it. Hey, great. So for those who feel like... She's talking crazy shit. Um, what's going on? Is, is there resistance? Is there fear? What's the block? Does anybody want to speak? Well, I feel like until I get to the absolute, which I had glimpses of, but I'm not in constantly, then the part underneath is kind of like irrelevant, like I'm just jumping the gun to even like worry about that. Okay, so let's not worry about it, but let's, you see, if there's something open to beyond it, then you're not going to stay hanging out at that level for very long. If there's a knowing that, okay, that's actually an interim not a final goal, then you won't stick so much so to the manual there. Because I know a lot of people are waking up now, or else we're just more aware of it. So are they all going to go to the next level then? And have they already? Or it, An awful lot of people who are popping up all over the place have a neck up awakening, and there's a complete denial of the me, myself, I. That's what I see. Whoa. Huh? What does that mean? You said that in a different way? Um... <laughs> um a lot, a lot of people who are popping up uh, as teachers or awakened people po posting someplace or something, um, there are an awful lot of statements of the body doesn't matter, healing doesn't matter, integration stuff doesn't matter, it's just, you know, and then it's the non-dual jargon. Oh. And it's like, uh, okay, you, you, there's no integration. No. So it's, it's, they got the concepts, but there, there's no actual wider perspective to see, to, to be both at the same time. It's actually not understood. So there's a denial of the me, myself, I. Mm -hmm. And that's just, that's just, that's not authentic. Mm -hmm. It's just intellectual awakening. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of that around. Mm -hmm. That's fine. That's, that's one way it's working, you know. Right. But it can go belly up, you know, it does. Yeah. So in terms of your experience in the phenomenal, yeah. and the connection with that, yeah. what difference does it make? I don't know if that's the right question. What difference does anything make, really? I mean, can we be more specific? Kind of like how, I don't know, how has it changed you as a mm -hmm. character? Or I don't know, how does it inter yeah. how does the interface between you and it work in your life? Yeah. Okay, in 2000 and... I was in Costa Rica. When is that? 2011. 2011. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Just this non-dual thing. 
There's something deeper than that. There's just, there's just more. I don't know what it is, but there's more. There's just more. Something is too comfortable. It's too much in opposition to the jewel. No, no. It started to show up to be inauthentic. And it was darn uncomfortable. It's like, what I'm teaching now is in some way not the deepest. What's going on? So I kept kind of trying to seed in. It's like, let's, don't stop there. Don't get comfortable. Don't get cozy. I started off like that, you know? During that year, a guy who came to Costa Rica said, you're onto something. I'm going to send you these Buddhist books. And that's where they came. They arrived in Costa Rica. And I was like, oh, I'm not going bonkers. Okay, okay. Because I really thought, I'm losing my marbles here. Because all I knew was the non-jewel. It's just like, and that was clear as a bell, like clear as a bell, the non-jewel state and very solid. And it's like, no, no. There's an inauthenticity is showing up. Shit, like shit. Where do I go now? What do I do now? You see? So all this turned around happened pretty quickly now. This all happened. Maybe this is a, maybe this is a three-month phase. And I had the book in my hand. And I'm like, all right, okay. There were others who walked before me. They totally know more than I do. I'm only at the, the door of this now, you know? And then I suppose I, I, I just let it cook. And I thought, okay, I'm not going bonkers. So let it happen. Let it happen. Let's go, you know, see what happens. And, and it, I don't know, the vocabulary just got clearer or something. I don't know, you know? Um, it's just a natural maturation that to see that non-dual teachings are, are really important for awakening and then there's from awakening to liberation you know and that's it it's inevitable it's just evolution if you keep on going but if you rest in your hunkers and you really like this non-dual thing maybe you'll stay there yeah I like wait, even if we settle the non-dual you know it's a kind of label because it's habit and it and just yeah, it just feels so restricted. Something know that, that yeah. knows that there's a restriction. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Something's already like trying to yeah. show you that that foundation is not stable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Like if there's really no interface, like this section is this section, and then there's that. You know, the prior, the prior, whatever we're calling. You know. Yeah. And. And, the, and at least my experience is that I have a sense of it. I feel, you know, it has a, like I resonate with yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. I, I have resonated with that. And I, I can, like, I don't, the word feel isn't really the right word, but something I can recognize yeah. or yeah, whatever. So the question I have is, how does that impact the rest of anything? Like, does the, if it has no real connection to the phenomenal world and these characters, like, what, have, what has your experience been since 2011? Like, do you, do you understand what I'm trying to say? I do. Um, like, does it make it... Yeah. Freedom is the experience. And I really don't want to be selling it, you know? I don't want to be You're setting not. up a goal. I really don't. But I'm like, snooker for words. You must say, it doesn't feel like Do you know? I don't want a goal, because that, that's the trouble with language. My experience is, yeah, that there's an unbridled freedom that I actually never imagined. Like, I kind of off the charts. Um, 
Does that trickle up, though? Does that trickle up into that, that character's actions or, or any... You the know? actions, the actions, if I'm not... If I don't have some residue going on, because yeah. sure, there's, there'd be residue, no? Yeah. Um, if I don't have residue coming on, the action is free action. And I've heard Adia speak about that. That oh. whatever you do, is, you, it, yeah. it has a different flavor. It, it bypasses everything and action comes out. Action, action happens that is not in any way... Um, it, it's free action. It's action that is not compromised, tainted, influenced in any way by an, a lens. Mm-hmm. The action is different. It's like that's more spontaneous. You could say it's spontaneous. Uh-huh. You, you could say it's like that. Uh-huh. But, but you know it doesn't come from spontane- spontaneity. You know it doesn't. Yeah. Your mind plays catch up. You're seeing it after the fact. Uh, and the mind kind of goes into where it's needed. It's like, it's not in the driving seat, it's in the back seat. And it's like, you know, it's there to support when it's needed. But there's something entirely different, motivating, moving, speaking. Wow. And that's different from the movement of pure consciousness coming through. Yes, it is. Mm. Yes, it is. is can you give an example? God, can I give an example? Pure consciousness is like the solid ground that, that, that from it shows up as form in that my brain says they're different things. But I know what my brain says is different things and I know it's all pure consciousness. And so pure, pure consciousness is showing up as the jack form here. Okay, that's, that's the movement of pure consciousness. Does pure consciousness kind of step out of the way? You see, see, the trouble is there's no relationship between prior to consciousness and pure consciousness. That's the freaking trouble. Mm -hmm. But yet, how come it's known here and how does it show up here? Mm -hmm. I don't think I have the vocabulary for this yet. Prior to existence, yeah. yeah. How does that show up in, in, in here? So is it existence, is that on the way down or on the way down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 existence <laughs> is an idea that comes out of pure consciousness. Okay, so that's all. Yeah, it's, all kind of, it's part of the birth thing of things can exist. When pure consciousness starts to be aware of itself, like, okay, now existence can come into being. Because, oh, pure consciousness is. It's like, okay, now we've got existence. So we're moving in the direction of me, myself, I. Yeah. Ah, I know why I'm stuck. Is because I'm using this frame of reference to show an example of that which cannot be applied to a frame of reference. Thank you. That's what's going on. Okay, that's why I'm stuck. That's why I'm stuck. But yet there's a knowing of it, and there's a... It's... it's, it, it's can you use a different frame of reference? I don't know. Like, can, <laughs> <laughs> why can it just not have its own thing? Because it is its own thing. Like, it's like, this is Chinese, but we have to do this one in, you know, Scandinavia. 
But but they're both languages. There's a commonality. Yeah. There is no commonality. Yeah. None. There is no commonality. That's the point. How it's knowable here, I don't friggin' understand. I, I just don't understand. But at the same time, 95% of you are saying, yeah, there's something. There's something. Or maybe 90%. Yeah. <laughs> Say, are we that? But no, no the identity not. is a problem. No, yeah. That's right. Could it be expressed as a, uh, as a metaphor? Like, for example, this chair it appears solid, that's your consciousness, but actually, in reality, you go into it or falls apart. Sure. Yes. Yes, because right? yes, atoms are mostly space anyway. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. So that's, that's the distinction between consciousness and prior to consciousness? No, that's, that's form and formless. Mm -hmm. Just, yeah. Uh, same framework won't apply. Difficulty. Same framework won't apply. That's yeah. the blip. Yes, ma'am. So that's different, presumably, to when you, people say God's will, not thy will. Yeah. That's, not that's that. swapping out the me story yeah, for absolutely. listening to... That, that, that exists, or that happens, mm -hmm. does it? God's yeah. will. Yeah, absolutely. Or whatever God is. Absolutely. That's absolutely. valid at this level of perception. Okay. At the absolute. That's God. Pure consciousness. Okay. That has its own order. And the mind says, oh, I can do better. You know, and in comes the ego, because it has a preference mm -hmm. for things, how things okay. should be. And that's why we like, drop that idea, drop that idea. You see? Jack, until you talked about that, I, I associated the feeling of potentiality and freedom with absolute, with what absolute yes. means yes. for me. Yes. Um, but potentiality, yes. Pure freedom, freedom itself. Uh, I kind of reserve that for something else because that's the experience here. It was yeah. a different kind of freedom. The potentiality, though, yeah, I put that with God and. The, the birth of all things, you know, before they become form, potentiality is like woof, exploding here. So you're, you're the free in your book title, I Born to Be Free, when you wrote that, that relates to the absolute. It relates to that. I didn't know about it. Yeah. I didn't know about it. I hadn't matured into the deeper thing. No, no. <laughs> Next book is even more mainstream. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. What is it about? Publisher, publisher <laughs> wants me to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm working. With, I wanted the experience of working with a publishing house, like a decent publishing house, and um, and they they want something very different. And I'm like, wow, how can I filter this down? So you know, I, I don't know how it's going to turn out, but but it's it's definitely challenging to make it put in personal language. It's a good exercise for me to to. to Personalize it to make it relevant for mainstream. So, how, when Wendy asked you, you know about, um, you know, sort of how to get a, a reference for emerging, you talked about an action feeling, you know, had a different feel for it, and I'm wondering. Obviously, that's you know an experience in you somewhere, whatever you were referring to. So you know that difference. Would anyone else sort of perceive any difference in the action? I don't know. I don't know. It depends on their perception, doesn't it? Mm. Whatever lens of perception 
So, mm-hmm. you recognize that in another then? Who, who... I can definitely recognize being awake in another. Yeah, like liberation. But do you think, hmm, I don't think so. Be a mad conversation. I don't think so. I don't know what it would look like. I don't know. And I, it's not solid enough in me at all, anyway. You know. Yeah. I'm just being reminded. You know, you said something to me there, and I, whatever it was that happened, I understood, and I thought, and I found it really funny. And then, and then it went immediately. And that reminded me of the, my beginning on this journey, non dual journey. Mm. And particularly, I was sitting with Wayne Nickerman in a workshop with him in London. And um, there was only about 15 people altogether. And I was the only one asking questions. I couldn't understand it. I didn't have a clue what was going on. But I kept on asking questions. <laughs> he would say something. I would understand immediately well, he was saying, and as soon as he stopped, it went. Yes. Yeah. That exactly. <laughs> couldn't grasp it. Now. Yeah, but ah. now I see that ah. without doing anything, without trying, without reading or anything, something else must have shifted along the way, yes. and here I am again, and it must just be deeper. Yes. Yes. Right. And there's nothing to do. That's good. <laughs> yeah, it rolls out. As long as you're willing and open, it rolls out. It will just yeah. mature into it. I didn't understand what was going on at the time. I just recognised that I couldn't understand what he was talking about, even though one moment prior I had understood it completely. That's it. That's it. Very confusing. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> so it's you as pure consciousness and then your mind. Yeah. And pure consciousness yeah. comes first. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's the thing about Beth is like, recognise it. Your pure consciousness, you hear that first and then comes the mind and you drop. Pure consciousness is buffered out for the mind as if that's better. Do you know? A lot of people do it, it's just that I'm really onto you changing. <laughs> <laughs> so much you can change if you crack that. So there's a bit of a loop about, a little bit, yeah, I'll try and explain the loop. So the questions are like, well, how, what's the, like, the birth of pure consciousness? But that's looking at it from a point of view of prior, from the prior place. And from the prior place, it doesn't exist. So can right. you answer? So you can't answer that question. The question. Pure, pure consciousness didn't have a beginning. It didn't have a beginning. That's God-like. The absolute. It didn't have a beginning. It's outside of time and space. Time, and space, and time come from it. Yeah. Pure consciousness couldn't have had a beginning. It couldn't have. It's, it, it does the infinite thing. It's so the prior, infinite as opposed to the finite. Okay. So the prior thing isn't... Yeah. There's no connection point. There's no connection there really point. is no connection point. There really is no connection point. How can there be? Because we're all about connectivity here because we're being drawn to unity. So we just assume there's connection everywhere. You see? But that's a law that's only valid with the personal and, and, and God. That's, that's only valid there. Can't bring those laws here. Well, in the past you've said there's an echo you still think that's valid? That's, that's from pure consciousness. Okay, that's valid. Yeah, yeah, because it's kind of the light of pure consciousness sh- shines up in the dualistic. There's a neck of it here. Yeah, that's, that's from that there. But prior to consciousness uh, and, and this other track that, that we all know yeah. can coexist in our experience, in 
they coexist even if they're not connected. Because otherwise, how could we even be pointing at it? it we must have some awareness of it. We do, but it doesn't exist. Right. Existence doesn't apply to it. Right. It doesn't have to exist for us to like have a, a something of it. It doesn't have to exist. Okay. But you just said they coexist, so I'm saying... Oh, I used that word, yeah. Yeah. I don't know another way to say that. We can't link them up. It doesn't work. We can't link them up. Can you view... I'm going to... It's not annoying the words. Can you view it? Can you observe it? So this is... You know, I almost see it's like a circle moving around and you're back here and it's kind of like... Oh, yeah. Without... You know, I, I'm saying I, but I don't know what else to... Because I'm not, but... It's, the, it's not connected. It's just oh, like, um, I don't want to say awareness, but it's it's almost like a, a knowing. I, I can't describe it. I can't describe. I can't, because it's not connected. I see that now. And there's no connection, identity, any in, in that, no. in this space. Yeah. And it's not even a space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it's almost like it's a joke, like a like it's it's not it's nothing. It's just uh-huh. yeah. And in that, it's kind of a sense of you know everything drops. It's just it drops, and it just kind of feels yeah. It's it's more that you see the dualistic play that goes between pure consciousness and manifestation. Both are seen from a wider view. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm encouraging people to have a wider view. That has something to do with it. But in that, you don't need to even pay attention. That doesn't even... It doesn't matter. Like, I'm saying it because I'm seeing it, but it doesn't... This place doesn't... Prior to consciousness. Doesn't... There's no reason to connect into that. There's no reason to pay attention to that. There's no reason. What's the dash? In, what are you talking about now? This, this loop. So we go through and we play this loop. We do this thing. We yeah. figure this all out. And then you drop in. And it's a whole nother... It's not... It's It's independent. Yes. Of that. And you kind of can look at that and recognize it. But it, it doesn't really matter with this thing. I'm not so sure what this is. But I feel, I feel it. Mm-hmm. I can't have it, it, it. There's not work. And there's a difference between what you're sensing and pure consciousness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Good. This almost, you know, pure consciousness almost has a has a um, even though it's dualistic, a, 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 a levity to it. Yes. This other place does not. Yes. It does not. Yes. It's like. Okay. So see how the form works from there. So, so wow. you know, the observer looks looks to the me, yeah, you know. Yeah. And so now there's a perception that's open to you to be able to see yeah. the layer of God, yeah. the jewel, and the non-jewel. It's like you get to see the whole framework that's there. Mm-hmm. Somehow that looking from operates. 
And nothing can be denied. Nothing. nothing. There's no hiding place because there's no. no game going on. Because right. they're both showing up in their fullness. The God and the manifestation. Hmm. So the looking from can kind of, did you just say like, um, can kind of happen? There seems to be a capacity to see the play between pure consciousness, that absolute exquisite, outside of time and space, absolute, what we thought was the end of the line. And it is the end of the line because it's the flip side of the jewel, right? Somehow, how come the two of those are viewed? So are we looking from? It doesn't feel right that we're looking from because there isn't a position there. It's just that there's a capacity to understand the dualistic from another perspective, the non-dual from another perspective. But yet the, pers- the perspective isn't, it's not a perspective like the other viewing points are. Feels jerky like some pure mathematics, which is a symbolical language of symbols. Yes. But you know, when you start, I mean, my old professor used to get us to do differential equations in 12 dimensions, but there was no connection with what we would call reality. Do you know what I mean? Yes. 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 A little bit the same. Yes. Yes. I don't know what you're saying, but I feel what you're saying and it totally is on the money. Is it like um, in a dark matter? What did you say, Michael? What did you say, Michael? I'm not sure where you go with it. Yes. It just feels... Yes. It doesn't really describe anything. It's... Yes. It's, it's very um, esoteric. Yes. So, I mean, it, can, it hangs there as a bunch of symbols, but you have no idea what the symbols relate to. Yes. And they actually don't relate to anything. That's, That's the right. point. Yes, they don't relate to anything. They don't relate to anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not sure that can be experienced. Not in the way normal things can. I don't think you can experience it as much. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Somehow there's a taste of freedom for for, for this one. But the going home feeling was like knowing that I am that and the absolute. That was the going home feeling. This isn't the going home feeling. It's like it's freedom itself. Somehow freedom itself is understood. That's all I. That's the only word I can put on it. So freedom is really the word that you choose to describe the only one how this close. has affected you, Jack. Like I wonder how it has affected your work or your you know, your sense of purpose in your work of going to the prior to place. Even though it's not a place. But sure, the sure. Prior. Sure. And like it's important because you're bringing it and Yeah. <clears throat> And I keep hearing you bringing it. Yes. Alluding to it. Yes. Gesturing toward it. Yes. Uh, just really wanting us to know there yeah. is more than non-dual. That's right. There's more than there the non-dual. There is more than pure consciousness. Yeah. And yet it's indescribable. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And, yeah. And it, 
it certainly helps you to get a better handle on the non-dual because the clarity of the relationship between the non-dual and the new and the dual becomes crystal clear crystal clear you see because that in itself that's it there you go yeah that's really clear, that viewing point, because yeah. there's something that sees the wider vista. Oh, I see, you know? Yeah, what sees it? Yeah, what sees it? No, it just shows itself, maybe? You did not need the help of the teacher dropping in there just the teachings to help, the, the teachings, the Buddhist teachings. Gave help, me vocabulary. Yeah, get help to direct you. It's like, am I going bonkers? Or affirm what, or confirm what you it. had experienced. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, thank heaven. Yeah, it kind of met me. It's, it's but the, the, the experience of, of awakening, you did seek the help of the teacher for that? Uh, it actually had happened some years before, and I had no language. So I just thought, yeah, I know this isn't real. I know this is all real. Like, this is just not real. You said that's not real. I, yeah, so I was. Yeah, that was. Yeah, it's yeah. just isn't real. But I don't know what I'm going to do with that. That was my sent, my second sentence. I don't know what I can do with that. But I know this isn't real, and I don't know what I can do with this. And then I went to India, and I heard teachers doing that. Oh my God! There's a whole sector here. There's like, you know, this just is pre YouTube. Like, yeah, it's like, oh my God! They're talking about. It. They're telling people. You don't have to. I do this alone. They're not reading books about it. Show me books about it. Because all the other books I had was like personal development. I never knew about Mystic Adathas or Mana Maharshi. Nothing. Right. Nothing. Nothing. I was like in the dark, messing along, just like, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do here? You know? So it's like you have the experiences and then Always. find the teachings. You Always. have the experience first and then you find the teachings. Always. Oh, here's some language. That's right. Okay. My whole life it's been like that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, have the experience first, and yes. then and then and then the information comes later. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't that true for everybody, though? Not really. No. Some people hear about the, the concept first, and then they kind of grow into it. I mean, I think, at least in the people that I know, we always thought there was something, we just didn't know how to put words to it. Yes. Yes. Everybody knows that. You know it as a child. Right. Yeah. You know that. I'm talking about the, the, the deeper than this. Even like before I knew what Reiki was, I was like, what's this heat in my hands? What the f... Where'd that thing go? What's going on there? Do you know? I hadn't even heard of the word Reiki. Do, do you know what I mean? And it was like two weeks later I was doing Reiki 1. I was like, oh, okay. You know that kind of thing? Just experiences coming before it. Seeing spooks in me, an atheist. It's like, ah, ah, really? Really? I'm tripping. This is like an acid trip, and of course. Do you know what I mean? So, so the experience comes, and afterwards I get the understanding through learning about it in some way. Do you have a sense, I'm just wondering whether what we're talking about can be experienced. Do you, do you have a sense that it can be experienced? No. No. So it's, it's really... I have a sense that it can't. It's a different dimension, really. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a start of a reply. You see, if you put it into a framework, 
that applies here, you've missed it. You really have missed it. That's the one defining thing is it doesn't fit. And, and the beauty of that, the value is in, it helps you to recognize the dual and the non-dual. That's the value of it. You get a wider view of the dual and the non-dual and how that works. So your understanding deepens. And so your attachment to the dual and the non-dual is much looser. That's the value. That's where the evidence will show up. This feels so much more, so much, so different. The dual and non-dual is so obvious. You know what I mean? Yes, 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 yes. Obvious compared with what we're talking about. Yes. That's right. Yes! Nice language there. What did he say? He says the dual and the non dual seem to be so obvious compared to what we're talking about. So, what's happening is that that the dual and the non dual have reorganized themselves somehow in Michael's perspective. So, he's getting a clearer view of the opposing rather than viewing from one or the other, viewing from one or the other. It's somehow, in, in saying, talking about prior, so the only thing that can happen is your experience phenomenally. See, the changes that we're talking about now, like, like his understanding of the dual and the non-dual in the relationship, only the changes can, of how it shows up can only happen phenomenally. Mm. It's not about the thing in and of itself. Mm. But somehow something gets arranged in the world because of it. So that's where the free action is. And that's where the free action is, exactly. It's kind of like we're plugged into it. You know, like the. But it doesn't care about the two or anything, but somehow. There's no connection, Wendy. There is no connection. There really is no connection. Something has to click. Oh my God, there couldn't be a connection. There couldn't be a connection. That's know, the whole point. It's a bit like Jane's saying. It's like I remember on a retreat, like three years ago, and you talk, and it's like I totally got that no connection thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> and now I'm like, what's the what yes. that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. There was a window. Yeah. You know, and and it's like, like, what? Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. I don't know. I've just, I just had this image of, and it might have no connection to it, but uh, you know, dark, dark matter. Uh-huh. Like the, it's like. Not space or not uh-huh. things, anything. Uh-huh. That's something oh, phenomenal, just, no? Okay. It's uh, phenomenal. Uh, Maybe it's other dimensions or something. I don't know what that matter okay. is going to show itself to be. I don't yeah. No, But it's phenomenal. Mm. Mm. Gary? Is it like um, two-ness, one-ness and everythingness? Well, the everythingness is part of the absolute. Okay. <laughs> if you're relating yes. you're back in the dual or non-dual right. do you see the pull to, to interconnectedness yeah. so it, it, what, what you're showing me is, is that there's a kind of a commitment to unity consciousness you're talking from unity consciousness because it can only perceive the connection same as Wendy you have the, the the unified oneness lens of perception yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm saying, drop deeper than that. Yeah, yeah. Do you see it? Yes! <laughs> hey, a light went off for Ian. I've been waiting for a light to come out of it. Good. <laughs> yes, yeah, here it's as if the mind is seen as, as a sort of duality where there's, there's the non duality and. Uh, and, uh, and uh, 
absolute, floating around this big nothingness. But the heart feels that it's just it just goes through the heart and it's way, way, yeah, and it's just somewhere in the That's the absolute though. Going through the heart, that's the absolute. Because I mean the absolute is the infinite. Right. That's the heart energy. That's exquisite. That's a phenomenal experience of like of exquisite nothingness, right. infinite. Beautiful. So that's no, that's that's it's God. Just that it's God. Do that just <laughs> <laughs> okay. Something in this. Something, yeah, something, something knows it, but you're trying to put it in a box. Yeah, trying to understand right. it, trying it's to label it. The mind can't, it can't do it. It has to, it has to recognize that that framework of trying to box it is the problem. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I can see that. It's, it you see, and it's like, okay, time. step away from the compulsion to, to, to box it and understand it in connection with something else. Because yeah. that's the lens of perception I'm asking you to drop. Yeah, yeah. It's about dropping, yeah. not getting. Do people have to go through the whole, all of those layers to go to fire? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's like no. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Awakening comes first. Yeah, it's too much. It's too much. You fry. I mean, just, yeah, you put a pop in smoke. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, just popping in smoke. Have gone up. <laughs> 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 I have firework. Um, when, when I had the experience of unity consciousness, yeah. at the same time, uh, when I described it to you, um, there was no concept, nothing, no thing, uh, not, not, not a better word, so no thing was, was looking. And yes. It felt, it felt like, I don't know what, it felt like a black hole. Nothing. Yes, yes. Is that still there? Yes. Yes. Okay. So another experience of, of is this uh, of the absolute is the void. So it's both. I think so. I want you to talk about it a bit more, but everything, nothing. That's all here. I, I want you to go back to it. I want you to write in this, and I want to go back to what you say. Um, okay. Hold on now. Mine couldn't go there. My mind couldn't go to the void. Yeah. That's no. right. Love. It wasn't love. It wasn't nothing. It was no, no thing. It no was, thing, yeah. It was even take that away. Yes. It just it just not that it destroys, but it just it just yes. it implodes implode into you. Okay. Okay. So is that higher? And did anything show up? Nothing. Nothing. And could these have existed somewhere? Did you know that I even think that was did you know that the absolute layer could never have, that pure consciousness could never be? But it, it engulfed it, it just disappeared, it didn't exist, it, it was not. And it couldn't exist? It couldn't, it, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't there. It was there, but it wasn't there. <laughs> it's okay, keep going, keep going. I think you're talking about it. I think so too, but yeah. I, just, I just don't want to get confused with the nothing and everything because yeah. it didn't feel like the nothing and everything. It, yeah, it wasn't this nothing. Yeah. It wasn't, I don't think it was. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. And I, my mind couldn't, it, my mind couldn't, couldn't, I could feel my mind trying to, okay, what? And it just go, huh, huh, it wasn't, it, yeah. it wasn't there. Yeah. Okay. There is a knowing in and that. That's why I'm here today because that's what. 
that's what brought me here. I, yeah. I, I can give it all up now, kind of. Not, I can give it, but... I understand. I understand. Mm. I want... I, what, what I'm wanting to hear from you is that pure consciousness could never have happened. That the infinite could never have shown up. Ever. <laughs> that needs to be known. That's the piece I'm missing. But you're there. You're there. It, it kind of felt like it was made of it. That's why I'm confused if it's it kind of felt like that were made of everything. Everything. Because it, you know, that's the, I can't. It's, it's okay. Keep coming. <laughs> uh huh. So when she used the words, it was made of something. She was moving further away from it. Her energy was changing. It was made of something. So, you know, her mind was trying to explain it, but she was moving out of it. And it's like, then words stopped. So now she's... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it just stops. It's like, she couldn't... Yeah. She was moving away from it. And then like, oh, no. No. But I know it. I know it. Yeah. Yeah. But... I, I, need you to, I, I need you to see, to get, really like... Oh, oh, that's true. Pure consciousness could never have happened. I, I need you to recognize that piece. So it's that something to, to investigate. Time, right? That's what to do with the time. Um, it's the infinite part of time before it becomes a space and timeline as we know it. It's infinity, the concept of infinity. Yeah, that, take, you've got to take that one for a walk. Mm. And find out if it's true that pure consciousness could never have happened. Yeah. Oh, I feel like a cup of tea. Can <laughs> <laughs> we have a cup of tea? Yes. All right. Five minutes, seven minutes, tea and tea, whatever. All right. I guess we could say that when you're doing the work in your mind, you're trying to get free from your beliefs, really, and your wounds and your trauma and your story. And then there's freedom to recognize your true identity, and it's freedom from and freedom to, you know? Freedom to expand and to recognize pure consciousness. And they're all in relationship to something, you know? Freedom from and freedom to. And freedom itself is quite another thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So take the direction. Yes. Uh, there's no direction. There's no direction. There isn't, yeah. I should be at home. Uh <laughs> 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 oh! <laughs> it's really. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> That's why you know the direction. You know it all along. <laughs> Norma. 
I just had a question about um, when in Florida last April we did a very long um, meditation, and at, and you asked us to go to before pure consciousness. Yeah. Was were you getting at that? Then? Yeah. Or was that something? Different? No, I was pointing. Okay. That. Because, uh, well, I did have that experience of being nowhere. It was just blackness. I asked you about that, and you said, that's great. <laughs> but I have no idea. Uh, you know, I'm still struggling with trying to be in pure consciousness. Sure. Uh, you know, last night, uh, yesterday, I couldn't speak because I was insane with thought about my stories. Yeah. And then I was up all night, you know, looking out the window and finding... And then I just said, it doesn't make any sense to even talk about it because it's, there are no stories. I mean, they're bunk. So I got up this morning feeling really good and I got down here and said, listen to this. (laughs) 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 You know, know, I mean, I talked to you, you know, I I finally sort of had in my head that, uh, you know, the way to move on, as we talked about, is to really stop the relationship. Not that that's the big deal. But if that story was not about us, it was about me. Um, you know, so... But this is... I, I had questions, but you answered them. The only thing that I didn't... Is it, is it a choice to go prior to consciousness? Or is it just a... With the next step for people. Yeah, it's more the second one. It's not really a, a choice. Want no. The, the choosing faculty is too deep in the separation zone realm, and you know the amount of surrender that happens here to recognize that it's all interconnected and that there's only presence and the rest of it is just bullshit we make up ourselves. You know. From there, the more you strip, the more you strip, the more you see through, the more you let go, lo and behold, you see, oh, holy Moses, that was a little trap too, the pure consciousness story. Ah, it's more like that. It's a kind of a maturation or an evolution or just a natural development, you know? Yeah. So are, are you running stories around there's things I can't get or I'm not able to get it? Are was, you running that? Yeah, uh, I, I, I was, you know, I, yeah. You know that's just a me, myself, I story and any story will do. Any story will do. It's the pattern of running a me, myself, I story that's the problem. Right. Yeah. I think, uh, I mean, even though the silence is is full for me of all the things I'm thinking about, but it's hard not to talk with somebody about all this, except in this room with you. What do you want to say? Just when things came into my head to be able to talk with Carolyn. What would that give you? 
It might help me to get clear about something. No. Okay. But the thing is, is that being along my thoughts, I've come to some conclusions that I didn't think I would. Yeah. I, I'm wondering if the, the, the feeling that you can't talk, or that you're not allowed to talk, or something is about something, that that in itself, the feeling that there's a constriction, that there's a rule and it's not, not comfortable for you. I wonder what that's about. Because really whether you can talk or not doesn't really make a difference. It really doesn't make a difference. But if it does make a difference, then what's, it, what's going on? What, what's, what's that shaking inside you? I'm, I'm, I don't know. The only thing that comes up when you said it was uh, that I would become smart enough to do it on my own. Yeah. And now there's nobody here who's able to help you because you can't talk. That's something to heal. Which is definitely a story that came yeah. across me. Yeah. So that's up. That's, that's what's up. <coughs> that's what's up. This work will make the stuff come up. Do you know? Yes. Just make it come up. So it's like, okay, heal that one, Norma. Heal that one. You know? Yeah. Yeah, just go, go, you'll have to go into it. You can't kind of like, oh, that's just story and dismiss it. That won't work with that one. Mm-hmm. That won't work. You just have to go in and feel it totally and resolve it, you know? You know, feel every part of it. Let it have its day. Let it be really, really big. Come out the other side of it then, you know? Be dramatic about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just see how it plays and like, oh wow, that's what that story is about, you know? When you really go into it, you'll see what it's about. Yeah. 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 Good. Yes, could I ask you? Um like, I suppose because I'm not fully at the pure consciousness stage yet, like, that should still be my work to... What do you feel? What's your own direction? Well, up until before this part, I would have said absolutely. <laughs> and now I just... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> because it's kind of thrown me a little bit. But, like, I presume the pure consciousness part isn't something that you can just bypass to get, so it has to be gone through. Uh-huh. So, yeah, there has to be a recognition that you are all of it, that everything is is the one because essence. Because you, can, you can't get prior to consciousness without being at your consciousness. Absolutely. Without recognising that that's the nature, that's everything, including your, yourself and your body-mind. And then it's like, when that's pretty kind of known and clear, it's like, all right, okay. And then is it a natural progression to go prior it probably is because you're here and you're listening to it. But if I was a teacher that was saying, that's the end, that's the end, then you probably wouldn't. It's, just, it's funny because like, the pure consciousness 
This is so lovely. It sounds so lovely. And then the other thing. <laughs> because you're now viewing from the dualistic perspective. You're seeing good and bad. You see? But, but when that dualistic perspective is gone, there won't be any judgment of it. So there'll be nothing. Like Correct. Right. Can you imagine what it's like not to have that yeah. judgment yeah. mechanism running? At a stretch. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah. Good. All right. Go there. Yeah. I know I'm pushing you, but you're up for it, lad. <laughs> what are you thinking? I, I can't really verbalise it. I, I don't. I think it's just the thing of any anything I'd say would sound dualistic, but it's just the the nothingness of it. It's just. <laughs> I like the idea of pure consciousness because I suppose because I think I I'm, I feel I'm close to it. It's something that I think I can attain or yes. get, get there. But this other thing is is after like it's a little bit of a curveball. <laughs> I don't know if it's something that I'm ready for yet. But I suppose that's okay too, even if I'm not ready. Yes. So, are you looking for the comfort of pure consciousness and I'm giving you bad news? Is that how you're seeing it? <laughs> so, the mechanism that sees that, that's what I'm after. How could that be viewed differently? Well, I suppose it's, it's probably that I'm wanting a story. Yes. And that I'm judging it and then... I'm thinking pure consciousness is lovely prior to it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm, I'm probably still running, there's, a, there's an element of me in it, so, but with prior to consciousness, there will be no me, so yes. I won't have that perception. Yes. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I want to loosen that perception of good, bad, suffering, ease, nice, not nice. I want to loo loosen that whole perceiving mechanism. Uh, <laughs> so, even in pure consciousness, there is questions. It's endless. Your consciousness is endless. But the questions are, are well. I, 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 are, are they? Maybe. It depends where you are. Say more about the questions. Uh, questions about what? Because uh, you uh, share with us that. Uh, you had a, like a questions about or feeling or uh, an intuition that something was prior yeah. to percussion. Okay. So I would say 
There is questions. Ah, okay. In this way. Yeah. You know, I just try to figure out how to, you I, know. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, I think that, that those questions was like, what, what, what's going on there? I think that was my brain's way of recognizing that, that there was a trap in the pure consciousness. I didn't know what it was yet, but there was a trap. You know, which was identification with, with the absolute. Okay. And it was still the flip side okay. of the non-dual. And really, to get out of duality, you'd have to get out of the opposite of duality too. Like, you have to get out of the opposite of duality too. Yes. Oh, I see this. What are we doing? You see? So, so the, the questions were just my brain's way of framing this movement that was like pulling outside of consciousness. So the questions were a mechanism to make, my, to make me acquire, I suppose. Yeah, but you know, I'm, I'm just listening, I have no questions really, it's just, you know, it, it happens to me, okay, well, oneness, unity, okay, I do understand this is the concept with non-duality, okay, so there's two truths going on in the same times, as yes. you say, but then the whole thing's making everything happening looks to be like the pure consciousness, Yes. because pure, it's yes. part of both. Yes, word. that's right. This word. But yes. So there's that's so <coughs> even this yes. there is a question a trap as you said. Yes. Well. Yes. Okay. Yes, there is an outside of all of that game. Outside, yeah. Oh, that's a white page. That's the white page. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where, what I'm waiting for Carla to pop, to know, you know, <laughs> with certainty that, yeah, pure consciousness could never, could never have happened. Because then she'd recognize that, that pure consciousness is only imagining itself from within itself. It's not connected to any outside thing that made it happen, that's looking at it, that it's not connected to anything outside of itself. It's running its own show, believing itself from within itself only. Do you understand that? Yeah. Good. So, is that a permanent big bang? <laughs> I, I don't know. Was the big bang caused by something? Well, we don't know. Mm. Nobody knows, but... Mm. But they might discover that the Big Bang was caused by something. So I don't know if it's directly so related to a phenomenon thing. I don't know if it's directly related to so, so this is causeless. Prior to consciousness? Prior is causeless. Yes, none of those laws. None of the laws apply. None of the rules apply. Nothing. So it, no meeting point between the two. I liked his wide page. That's the wide page, or the, you know, the prior is the wide page. It's like time in which nothing is written. Yes. Right. Yes. It's like a blank. Yes, it's a blank. Could it be that the critical mass of people being aware that consciousness was just within itself, it could all, be, it could be the end of it. 
Do you subscribe to everybody's waking up mags? No more. <coughs> there's a movement coming through that's through you that's not even from consciousness now. So that's oh, that's some hold into consciousness that isn't consciousness. So yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I don't know about critical masses and stuff. I don't know. I'm kind of selfish about it. It's like I'm I'm responsible for this form. And if I can be as clear and as honest as I can be and keep finding little bits of crap, keep finding bits of old something that's stuck in my form, or if I can keep on it, it's as good as I can do. And then what happens? What comes out of that? I don't care. I really don't care. I'm not responsible for it. I'm responsible for the filters and keep them clean. Cool. Yeah, I get that. That's all I can do. So I, I, I kind of don't have the... I'm not somebody who's able to recognize what's happening globally. I'm not really. I just know that this is a, that we're evolving. Yeah. And I know, I know I'm part of somehow making, I don't know, um, trying to clean up the act of teachers. And somehow maybe that'll help. But it's like cleaning up the act of teachers. I don't seem to, I don't seem to have, I don't seem to have the ability to see what's the outcome of something. I'm just kind of doing what needs to be done. I can't kind of go into why I'm doing it too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you know? That would be a concept. I, I suppose so, or maybe it's, maybe, it, maybe I imagine somewhere that it would give me an attachment to the outcome. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but I seem to have that, like, that doesn't run. Just doing what I'm doing, and I'm like, why? I said, I don't care why. Like, but this is what has to happen here, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm more like that. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, I'm just describing how it is for me, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's right well, <laughs> yeah. There's a question yeah. that is more personal. Yeah. Um, is it obvious for you? What? This prior... Oh, yeah. Absolutely obvious. Absolutely obvious. obvious. Now, yes. Yeah, absolutely obvious. It's like, oh, there's the jewel game playing, there's the non-jewel game playing, same okay. thing. Yeah. But, but the thing that the, 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 the pure consciousness is not existing as well. That pure, con- yeah, pure consciousness is there. Yeah. yeah, but at the same time, no. At the same time, it could never have existed. That's okay. really known. That's really known. Okay. That it could never have shown up. Evidence. <laughs> evidence. <laughs> <laughs> you said very intimate evidence to you. It's just a given. It's just like clear, and it's not. A, it doesn't feel like a concept. I'm speaking it as a concept, but uh-huh. it's a concept. Oh my God, that is so deep into Maya, which is used in order to communicate. But that's so far away from this knowing. Freedom. Yeah, freedom. Thank you. It's freedom. Yeah, it really is fucking freedom. Yeah. Yeah, I know the word. So, sorry, you were just saying that it feels more solid now in you. So, is there a kind of an evolution in the sense of freedom as well? If it becomes more yeah, I think so. I suppose there'd be a phenomenal integration of it somehow. Yeah, 
Yeah, why wouldn't integration be part of that too? I guess it is. It would make sense that it would be. Yeah. So you have to function. Because it's showing up here, mm-hmm. in this dimension somehow. Yeah, because functioning has to happen. Jack, mm-hmm. um, one of you, your opening invitation this afternoon was about you'd like to see be able to run both yeah. the me and the absolute. Yeah. Um, is that actually connected to what we're talking about now? Did I drop the thread mm-hmm. there? No, you're fine. Yeah. You're fine. I'm, 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 in, in order to do that, I just want to... If you can look at it like this. So the... the Okay, so pain and joy. It's okay. So we've got the whole jewel package, all right? And over here the non-jewel. So so we've just got God, you know. You surrendered the I, you know, your your true nature. And the body-mind goes into the natural state. All right. I want them to be able to be viewed equally. But I don't want to label what this is. I can't. But I want that perception to be available to you. Do you see? But I can't say that this is a viewing point. That's the feckin' trouble. But nevertheless, that is required in order to run those. It, yeah, yeah. If if I know that if I can, if I can encourage you towards the consequences, then prior to consciousness will show up. Yeah. All I can do is modify what's here. That's the consequences. Yeah. Yeah. So the consequences are being able to see the dual and the non-dual. So you so so you've got an inclusive view of being able to see both. Yeah. Yeah. So then we've no rigidity around like, oh, it should be this way. It's like, well, actually, the suffering perspective is if I look at it that way, and the non-suffering is if I look at it that way, not sticky to either, you know? Mm. You see? It's like, whoops, I'm in my story. Okay, I have no access to that right now. And if you're really stuck in stories, you've got no access to the non-jewel. You really haven't, because you, you've got to go into the experience, and you're like, bloody hell, the non-jewel feels like a concept, mm. you know? And, and my story is, is for real. You know, and it's like, all right, okay, go through that process. All right. And then you come out and you went, phew, I got caught in a ball of spaghetti. You know, of your own thinking. You're listening to someone else tell their story and you're not dismissing it. You're actually able to participate in that. That's right. That's right. Yeah, you're you're much more available to go in and out of both rather than, oh, that's just garbage. That's you and your story. It's like, come on. on. Be be in all of it. Be fluid moving out, in and out of all of it. So that's how it kind of shows up. You see? You see? Because attachment to the non-dual, it happens. It happens. That you can only see from the non-dual point of view. And all the non-dual jargon comes out and it's like, that's a phase. That's a phase. Let it go. Would it be safe to say that this is self-contained and, and continuing to create within itself? Yes. That's, con- you know, that, yes. and, and that place is before... So it's that's why it's sep- so I see it almost as a self-contained circle. It's, yeah, so that's self-contained. <laughs> Just grabbing in case. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon? 
Oh, it's a surprise. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. how it creates within itself and in itself and in yeah. itself and in itself. Yeah. And that's why because when you get to... The non-dual shows up as form and uh, sooner or later your ability to suffer reduces and you just can't, you can't suffer so much. And what do you do? You start discovering your true nature and you go back again. And it's one big cycle and it's always continually doing that. And then freedom comes when you... Well, you know, freedom from comes and you discover, oh my God, I, I, I never was caught up in the jewel. I'm always that. I just, my thoughts had me caught up here. I never was that because I'm that. Like, all right, that's that wrapped up. That's the jewel and the non-jewel wrapped up. Pretty much, no? All right. Now, drop identity. See both of them with equal value and drop identity. They're your two keys. Don't be stuck to either. And why do you need to be any frigging thing? See through identity. Yes, Wendy. So now, like, I'm just seeing it as a bit of a joke. So <clears throat> you get to the non-dual thing. There was a lovely swami here last weekend, you know, and so it all came back to that, you know, there is there is no you. Yes. Yes. But then. The unseen joke from in the non-dual bit is there's no, none of that either. No, there's none of that either. Yeah. No. But it's a great stepping stone for awakening to happen. Yeah. But no, that, no, that's, that's a useful stepping stone, but there's only this. That's bullshit too. It's like it's, it's like, oh, it's kind of that's right. It's, yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's a way of dissolving the me story and seeing through the personal eye identification. But the this, no. The this, no. Is that what you mean when you say there's no mystery? Yes. Yes. There's no mystery. Thank you, Carla. There's no mystery. Do you think there's something beyond the freedom? Like, you, do you think there's deeper layer? I think there's deeper layers. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Give me more. Who knows? This is where I'm at. Could the two states be defined as um, appearances? Hmm. Could the two states be defined as appearances? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know because. I think the non-dual is the appearance-making mechanism. Mm -hmm. And then it shows up as the appearance because our perception creates the dual. Well, the phenomena are, are definitely appearances. They are appearances. Phenomena are appearances. So the appearance, it's, it's within this dichotomy or this relationship of something creates the experiences, the, the appearances. But are the appearances in mind? The appearances are in consciousness. Because consciousness creates the concept of existence prior to mind. Mind is a physical form that creates a layer of personal. It creates the personal wing of experience. But the other concepts are created by pure consciousness. That's believing itself into existence. That's the thing. Without the mind can perceive itself. For sure it does. For sure it does. So I think... I don't think they're both appearances of the same quality. Because appearance needs to be created. It needs to appear from something. 
it rises and falls from this style and I think that's the relationship of it yeah thank you sure clear as mud <laughs> yeah. okay good <laughs>